You're listening to the Creative Strings Podcast. This is episode 50-something. I'm Christian Howes, and on today's episode, I'm going to share what I would do if I had to go back and design my practice routine for the first time when I shifted from practicing classical music exclusively to becoming an improviser, playing in other styles of music, and in general, becoming a more broadly functional musician. Listen in to, on today's episode. I think it's a good one. I think especially if you are a musician who's passionate about practicing and passionate about pushing the edges of your own musicianship to feel more confident and consistent in a variety of musical situations, I think you'll get a lot out of it. I want to thank our sponsors, Electric Violin Shop. Electric Violin Shop is my go-to for all things electric strings, including not only electric violins, but pickups, pedals, all sorts of accessories and gear. Part of the reason I love Electric Violin Shop is because you can speak to a human if you call them at their phone number. Their phone number is at their website, electricviolinshop.com. Get their phone number, call them and ask absolutely any question you have about all things electric strings. Tell them I sent you. They will take good care of you. Before we start this episode, I also want to make sure you are aware of my seven-week Zoom class called Creative Strings Workshop Online. I now offer this seven-week Zoom class twice per year, in the summers and in the winters. And as of the publishing of this episode, we have our early registration discounts and they are set to expire on, well, in about a week or so. If you're jumping in here right when this is launched, you definitely want to go to the website christianhouse.com, look under courses and look for Zoom class, also known as Creative Streams Workshop Online. It's a really cool course. People that have taken this, including elite players and amateurs alike have really experienced transformation in terms of musicianship and in terms of enjoyment of practicing. And what's neat about it is that you can come to one or two classes a week. We have twice weekly classes scheduled to allow for different, um, you know, schedules and time zones. Thursdays and Saturdays, different times for people around the world to come. And I will prompt you for 90 minutes and you'll be playing the entire time. I will take you through my entire curriculum in seven weeks. And I offer variations or modifications for people at different levels, technically and theoretically. So that's why so many people have benefited from this course at different levels and with different interests, whether you're interested in folk music or whether you're interested in jazz or, um, it's really a great course. I'm ex so excited for you to check it out and always let me know if you have any questions. And with that, let's get into today's episode. Today, I want to talk about what I would do if I had to go back and design my practice routine for the first time when I started making the shift from practicing classical music to improvising, learning harmony and playing other styles beyond classical music. First of all, the first thing I would have done is stop doing classical scales and etudes. And instead, I would replace 
classical scales and etudes with 15 minutes or 30 minutes, depending on how much you practice, but let's just say 15 minutes of improvised scale exercises and etudes. When I do improvised scale exercises and etudes, <coughs> they, they still speak to technical issues, right? And I, and I practice them with those technical issues in mind. And so that's part of why I would replace classical scales and exercises because they're the same every time. <laughs> and they only hit those technical problems from a limited um, set of, of, of ways. So when I improvise um, scale exercises and etudes, I'm able to address those technical issues, but I'm able to add, get the additional benefits of improvisation and which is a creative process. It builds confidence. I'm developing my own creative language. And also it is giving me the, I would say the added benefit of learning the technique in some ways more because I'm creating new problems all the time. I'm creating my own problems and then needing to solve those technical problems. That's number one, stop doing classical etudes and scales and replace them with improvised scale exercises and etudes. There's only three L, there's only three parts. <laughs> so the second part is that, again, we're gonna just use 15 minutes. You can double that up if you want, but I would do 15 minutes of improvisation over what I'm gonna call elemental musical forms, simple musical forms, instead of trying to improvise over songs and or progressions or grooves that I wasn't ready for. I'm gonna say it again, 15 minutes of improvisation over elemental musical forms instead of trying to play over songs, progressions, or beats and grooves that I was not ready for. So someone asked me, what are elemental musical forms? And again, I will define them by saying what they're not. They are not trying to play over a song that I have not learned inside and out yet. We want to save that for learning. When we're creating, we want to be creating with material that is absolutely comfortable for us. So the mistake that I see so many people make and that I used to make was I would try to be improvising over songs or tempos or chord progressions that I had not yet sufficiently learned. So instead I use elemental musical forms. Elemental musical forms are, they're like, I think of them like yoga poses in a way, almost. If you think about like yoga poses, like one yoga pose is standing mountain, standing mountain. And you're, you're literally standing on two feet and you're pulling your shoulders back. You're trying to straighten your spine and you're breathing, right? So to use an analogy in a musical form, I might play whole notes, whole notes at a specific tempo, like I'll sing it. It's an elemental form. It's just playing whole notes at a specific tempo. And I might add something to that. I like, for example, I might do that in a certain key signature, such as in the key signature shared by A major, or I might do it with 12 tones. 
This is just one example of an elemental form of a simple form that you can improvise over that doesn't require you to be learning or chasing material that's too far for you. And that's the mistake that so many people make. Now for number three, number three, I would devote 15 minutes or you can double it up 30 if you want to internalizing a very small amount of harmonic or rhythmic material. And by internalizing, what I mean, I guess, is memorizing and or learning. Um, it's really important that it be a small amount of material. So if I'm trying to internalize, let's say, a scale, like the A harmonic minor scale, then I have a lot of ways that I will um, try to learn and memorize all the patterns and being able to play randomly within that scale. I have a bunch of exercises that I, that I do for that and that I teach. Um, or I could be trying to internalize a chord, one chord or the progression between two chords. So again, it's really important that it be a small amount of, of harmonic or, or rhythmic material. Could be working on playing different subdivisions over a particular groove, over a particular time signature at a particular tempo. I have a lot of exercises um, and sequences of when to program these different exercises to save time when we're learning material. And it's really important that we have a small amount that we return back to. Instead of, for example, what I used to do and what I see a lot of people trying to do, which is like, you know, practicing a hundred scales, literally, you know, like when you count up all the keys and are practicing a hundred arpeggios and these sorts of things. It doesn't stick. And I think this has been proven by a lot of people in a lot of disciplines outside of music. Like when you're trying to memorize, when you're trying to learn something, you have to have a small enough amount of material and you have to come back to it over and over again. Now, the nice thing is when you, when you break down and you say like, let's say that you're working on the A minor scale and, but you decide, okay, 15 minutes a day, I'm going to work on an A minor scale in a way that makes sense, that's common sense, that, you know, that promotes learning, that promotes like, you know, re retention, right? So really discreet and common sense exercises. And then returning to them for like, let's say even maybe seven days for 15 minutes. Thing is, once you've got it, you've got it forever. So um, those are the three things that I would do. <laughs> uh, and, and here's another re and here are some of the reasons why. Because practicing traditional scales and etudes and or playing repertoire, right? Practicing repertoire, memorized melodies could be even fill tunes. If you do that for an hour, or if you do that for an hour and a half, you're beat, you're, you're, you're tired, right? And so this is what happens a lot of times for, for classically trained players. And I would say for fiddle trained players as well, is we spend all this time practicing kind of the way we know how to practice. Then we're tired. We don't have energy to add in learning harmony, learning groove, learning song forms and or practicing improvisation. So it just doesn't happen. So this way we are integrating it from the beginning of our, of our practice for the first two thirds of our practice incorporate improvisation. The last third is just focused on learning or internalizing a small amount of material. And it doesn't have to be in that order. It could be in a different order. 
also the all three of these components all three of these components that i mentioned you can be and i do focus on technique at the same time like there's no reason during any of these things that you cannot be intentionally uh, nurturing or developing or improving your intonation your bow distribution bow control vibrato shifting you name it any technical problem in the left hand and the right hand whatever it might be and i would say that this would be true also for non-bowed string for instruments that aren't are not string instruments this could be, i believe this would hold true for piano saxophone voice any instrument it's really a different way of looking at musicianship we are prioritizing um improvisation and we are prioritizing internalizing harmonic information and rhythmic information in the way that not only jazz musicians but many functional musicians and many styles of music um it's a it's a musicianship that does not have so many gaps and at any time if we want to focus more on technique we can if at any time we want to focus more on the creative process we can at any time we want to focus on internalizing harmonic or rhythmic information we can so really incorporating improvisation into your practice and also separating that from in internalizing exercises for learning harmony and rhythm will more than cover your technical goals and it accelerates growth for at least two reasons number one we accomplish more in less time with our practice and number two i would say because we develop the thing that is hard for us rather than just repeating things that we've done over and over the same way so if you're a traditional practicer if you're a classical practicer if you've always practiced one way as a classical musician or if you've always practiced let's say fiddle music you've always just played melodies that way and and you want to make the shift to incorporate improvisation um, and to internalize harmony internalize groove to be a more functional musician and to experience more positive and productive practice um consider reaching out to me and working with me in a couple different ways that you can do it first of all twice per year i run my summer uh, summer and winter zoom course and this is seven weeks where you can come and you can play for 90 minutes on zoom you'll be guided by me the entire time you'll be muted on your side you're part of a group class and i will prompt you with all of these exercises that i've been using that i've developed um this is happening every summer and every winter. So if you go to christianhouse.com and look under courses, you can find where to sign up. When this, as, as of now, when this video is being made, we've got a few weeks until our summer course is happening in July. Um, this is a great course and it's good for people that are um, super ultra professionals like virtuosos. I've had people, um, of the top level performers in all disciplines be a part of this it's also great for amateurs i've had people with as low as two years playing experience be a part of this class part of the reason it works for everybody is because um it's like a yoga class where i give you modifications the ability to modify things according to your technical level and your theoretical knowledge as well so that is the zoom course i highly recommend it um, there is also a way 
at my website, christianhouse.com. If you look for Creative Strengths Academy, probably under courses as well. There's a way for you to sign up and take a free private lesson with me, 30 minute private lesson. I give one to all new students. Um, sign up for that. We often has, have promotions. You can download eight of my books when you sign up for the, just for the trial. So a um, couple different ways to, to learn more and always remember that I've got play along videos on YouTube for free as well. So check those out. Let me know if this resonated for you. Feel free to reach out to me. If you're on YouTube, leave a comment below. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, uh, I think you might be able to leave a comment on the podcast. And I'm always happy to hear from you at chris at christianhouse.com. I want to thank our longtime sponsors of the Creative Strings podcast, Electric Violin Shop. Uh, thank you guys so much. And for anybody that ever has questions about electric strings, all things electric strings, reach out electricviolinshop.com. Call them at their phone number during business hours and you will get a human that will speak to you and answer all of your questions about pickups, amplifiers, electric instruments, accessories, effects, pedals, loops, and more. Call them and tell them I sent you. All right, thanks a lot. Stay good. Happy practicing.